Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Twenty-four hours in every day. One thousand four hundred forty minutes. Eighty-six thousand four hundred seconds. And we still have trouble squeezing all this glorious sports talk in. Have you thought about maybe sleeping less? This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel Two Hundred Four. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level three has begun. This is Sports Rage. Thanks to uh, Big Card Julio. I am Gabe Morenci. Sir Six on Channel 204. Yeah, Julio. Man, Julio loves the... Um, he loves the unders in the, in the, uh, the Women's Soccer League. NWSL. I swear to God, every time I've ever tra- uh, betted, it's gone over. <laughs> I must be the curse. He's saying that it's eighty-four and eight under three and a half in the last night. In the last wow, eighty-four and eight last ninety-six games under three and a half. So it's good to know as far as the uh, the alternate stuff. All right, all right, Julio. Say so, uh, he said it's sixty and thirty-two under two and a half this year. What do you think about that? Wow, some big numbers right there. Some big numbers. Speaking of big numbers, the gold, uh, the gold Cup games went way over the number, both of them tonight. You know, I hit Canada. Both these games, I got to be honest. And, I, you know, I bet pretty big, actually. Well, pretty big, whatever. I bet, uh, I bet like 400 on the U.S. game, and I bet 300 on the Canada game. So I bet 700 on the Gold Cup tonight. But... It's one of those deals, Matthias, now after the fact. It's like, wow, man. Both those were easy wins, man. Canada minus one. I've underestimated. I overestimated Alfonso Davies not being there. I was like, ah, oh, Canada's not the same. Canada's still pretty good. And they're killing teams, right? So Canada, bro, was minus one and a half, Matthias, even money. 
So whatever, minus 110, Canada, minus one and a half. They won 4-1 against Haiti. They won easily. They, like, they killed them, too. Like, they could have, it should have been, like, it was one of those games. It should have been, like, 8-2 or something type thing. And then, you know, it sounded like a lot with the U.S. at minus three against Martinique, but it really wasn't, bro. And, in fact, Matthias actually cashed, and although accidentally <laughs> at 6-1, what, what do you think? What would you think of the Gold Cup uh, tonight? Like I said, it's one of those nights after. It's like, man, should have hammered the USA and Canada tonight. Knew they were both going to roll. Gabe, it's been a fantastic tournament, to tell you the truth. I'm used to watching, you know, Canada and U.S. completely run these teams over, and these guys just park the bus. I like what I'm seeing with Haiti and Guadalupe and Martinica trying to score goals and just going for it because it makes these games 10 times more entertaining than they've been in the last 20 years. It's annoying as a gambler, though. Those goals screw up people's correct scores, like, unless you click by accident. Like Cam, I'll give credit to Cam. Cam said Cam took two correct scores tonight: five nothing and six nothing in the Martinique USA match. I took four nothing, which was way off. Right, so the final was six one. I did say though, I we bet the over three and a half, and I did say on game time decisions, I said, you know what's good about the over. I said, USA is going to go over on their own. But I said, man, Martinique could score. And I did say that. I said, Martinique could score a goal. And they did. They scored against Canada as well. They lost 4-1 to Canada. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morenzi. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. It's the calm before the storm, man. We're talking Gold Cup soccer. USA, USA, USA rolls. Martinique. Take that, Martinique. 6-1. What do you think of that? <laughs> what do you think of that, huh? Uh, so, yeah, the USA wins 6-1. Canada beats Haiti 4-1 uh, tonight in the two matches. Canada and the USA are playing Saturday night in Kansas City. Should be a, a fun match. So, you know what else is Saturday night? The NBA Finals on Saturday night. Phoenix are four-point favorites in this game. It's interesting, though. Phoenix are down to minus 145 right now to win the championship. And Giannis is actually the favorite to be the MVP. So it's like the sports books are starting to believe that Milwaukee's going to win. Otherwise, they wouldn't have Giannis as the MVP. Speaking of MVPs, Rich, Richard Sherman's attorneys, they might be the MVP. Although, that's, listen, the media always does this, right, when it comes to crime, right, all the time. They always come up with the worst possible term <laughs> that makes it seem like, you know, burglary, burglary, domestic abuse, like, you know what I mean? You know, well, you know, so there's a video out there now. Of course, that didn't take long for them to release the video, did it? Uh, there's a video out there now of Richard Sherman trying to bang the door through. He's trying to, like, get into a house. And his wife's father, so his father-in-law is on the other side of the door, and he's yelling at the guy, come out, Raymond is his name. He's like, come out, Ray. Come out, come out here, Ray. And turned out Ray actually pepper sprayed him through the door. At least there was a screen, and he pepper sprayed him through the door. And Richard Sherman's wife's father, the father-in-law, told police that he had a loaded gun. Not Sherman, that he did. And he said that if Sherman would have knocked the door in, he was going to shoot him. So Sherman's actually lucky that the door didn't break, actually. Now, listen, people, so 
you know, people are flipping out about the video. Whatever, dude. He was drunk. He's yelling. Could have been worse. Like, he left after, like, a minute and a half. You know what I mean? He didn't hit anybody. Like, the, the whole thing. So, long story short, evidently, he got a Seattle Seahawk uh, fan as a judge. He, sh he appeared in court. I see Mr. Sherman as a pillar in the community. He's a business owner. He's a husband. He's a father. I'm going to release Mr. Sherman. They wanted $10,000 bail. The judge said, no bail needed. You're free to go. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. It's not your wife, it's not your kids, it's not your neighbor, and it sure isn't your boss. Only we understand you. We are your friends. You're listening to The Winning Edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Keep the late night as a match across the continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morenci. Let's do this thing. Now, man, if you're a basketball junkie, I think you better have a 911 on speed dial. You're going to end up in an ambulance because it's basketball overkill right now. Dog days of summer, my ass. We've got the NBA Finals. We've got the Olympics. And, oh, yeah, we've got the TBT. And nobody loves basketball as much as I do besides the one and only big man on campus steps up and in. How you doing, big man? Oh, I'm doing great, buddy. Good to talk to you. Listen, you and I, we talk about this tournament every year. We had a lot of fun with it last year, last couple of years. You know, this year there's so much going on, but I'm going to be dialed in. We got games on ESPN. This is going to be great. Yeah, we not only do you and I talk about it during the tournament. I've been talking about this tournament uh, every day, <laughs> all year, 365. So much so that the TBT, they love me and Big Man on Campus on Twitter. Uh, oh, yeah. We're like the only non-ESPN paid people to promote their tournament yeah. <laughs> as much as we do. I was thinking about that, baby. I'm like, hey, you guys should probably put me on the payroll by now a little bit. Hey, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, like I'm tweeting about your tournament more than anybody else out there. <laughs> I, I know we tweet about it a lot. We got to be right up there with uh, with, with non-ESPN people that tweet it. We, we're yeah. always putting it out there. Yeah, they're getting paid. They're, they're, they're getting paid for it. But yeah. 
I swear, big man. No, what a great time, right? Just, you know, NBA finals. And we got a series now, bro. And people, listen, people are sheep, bro, right? They always, oh, Milwaukee are done. Milwaukee are done. I told people, Milwaukee are not done. And I stand by my statement, big man. Milwaukee are going to win the championship, bro. They're going to win. Well, I mean, I think one thing that uh, Phoenix has going for them is the two of the final three games are in Phoenix. And if this series has shown us anything, Milwaukee is terrible on the road. So is Phoenix. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the last couple of games, Chris Paul's not been good. Um, it's it's a great series, though. I think it's going to be a great series, which I'm happy about because I don't think this, these playoffs have been overly great. So um, I got a future on the Sun, so I'm, I'm rooting that in. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, I haven't been very happy with the last two games. All right, so let, let's get into the tournament, man, because there's there's a lot to break down here. We've got 64 teams again, uh, guys. That's a lot of basketball teams to break down. I've done, you know, the best job that I possibly could. But we'll be able to attack this stuff because they didn't, they've been hesitant to post futures for this because they don't want to get crushed because they know the only people that bet this are people that know this stuff. So it's, you know, I can't wait for the wall-to-wall, game-by-game uh, betting, and we're going to be all over it. Both me and Big Man absolutely killed. I killed it. Uh, last year in this tournament. So let's start off, uh, big man. I think we're going to have one thing we've noticed, big man, about this tournament is you notice it's sort of the same teams. Let me just say, experience matters in this tournament, big man. It's tough to just be a mercenary, show up despite your resume and win in this tournament. Yeah, I mean, I think there are some teams that are coming in, first-year teams that are kind of interesting, and, and I'll kind of explain the ones that I'm looking at and down the road yeah. and what and why I'm backing them. But, yeah, I mean, you want to look towards teams that – you know, have some cohesion, some chemistry. Yeah, but right out of the gate, you look at the team that won last year in sideline cancer, they're going to be without their best player, Marcus Keene. So, you know, right out of the gate, you know, you got to kind of keep track. There's there's people that track the drops and ads on these teams. and But, yeah, you want to stick with the Golden Eagles and, you know, some of the teams that, that we've seen, you know, Bayheim's Army and Eberline Drive. You know, those are the teams that are definitely going to be more backable, I guess. Well, there's a, there's a few newcomers. And as you mentioned, sideline cancer was a nice story. Uh, fell to Marquette when it was all said and done. Um, great team, though, right? Great grow was a hell, hell of a run. So what happened with Marcus Keene? Because he was slated to play. Yeah, I, I've tried to find out why. I don't know if it has – he was recently signed by a team overseas. I don't know if that has something to do with it. Um, but uh, it, I think it just happened over, like, the fourth, uh, I believe. So I don't know. Maybe there's something to do there. But um, I, I can't – you know, it's hard to get information on this stuff. But uh, maybe it has something to do there. Um, you know what? One thing that we can tell people, and you're right, it's you know you got to dig, you got to dig real deep with this stuff. And there's you know the the rosters change, but overseas elite are out, right? So overseas elite uh, are out. They're not competing now. These guys were like the dynasty and the the powerhouse of the TBT for years. They didn't win last year, and I think that sort of soured them on it a little bit. Um, but what's interesting about this is DJ Kennedy. DJ Kennedy was on that team, and this guy's a stud. And so was DeAndre Kane on Overseas Elite. They joined Bayheim's Army. So uh, so for people wondering, Bayheim's Army has usually just been Syracuse guys. They're pretty hardcore about it. It's Bayheim's Army. You know, and they they want to win this year. They, you know what I mean? This, this, this is a serious team, uh, big man. So you throw in DJ Kennedy right now. You throw in DeAndre Kane. Dude, Kennedy was like the MVP of this tournament two years in a row. Like, these guys are badasses. Um, he helped, like, he was like the star of Overseas Elite. And you look at the Syracuse guys that they have on this team, they got some badasses, bro. Malachi Richardson, Devendorf uh, on this team. Bayheim's Army, plus they have the experience, uh, big man, of this tournament. And, in fact, 
uh, the Elam uh, guy, he actually picks Bayhive's army to win the tournament. The Elam, the guy that created the Elam factor, he's picking Bayhive's army to win the tournament. They're a badass team. Yeah, there are two teams that I kind of put above everyone else, and they're one of them. With the addition of of Kane and Kennedy, I mean DJ Kennedy, as you said, hell of a player. You know, St. John's, you know, just kind of that great size, six seven, six eight. You look at the kids they already have, whether it's Devendorf, Leiden, McCullough, White, all those Syracuse Plus, you mentioned Malachi Richardson. I mean, he's probably one of the better players in this tournament. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm. It's this team or another team, which 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 I'll get to. But yeah, adding Kane and Kennedy, um, kind of uh, kind of crazy. Very impressive. This is a very good team. Now, when we talk about the newcomers, big man, I, I don't know if the same team caught your eye, but let's go to the West Coast. What do you think of the LA Cheaters team? Coming yeah, in from the, the Drew League. The Drew League team. Yeah, I, listen, I, you know, if you've ever seen the Drew League, you, you kind of know some of these guys, particularly one of which in Casper Ware. He actually played here in Philadelphia for, at one point. Uh, a terrific player. His father's the Long coach. Beach legend. Yes. Long Beach state, baby. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, and big man, he's a star in the Australian League. Yes. Like he's no, good. he is. So he's playing, I, he's playing in high-level basketball. He's like a consistent star like that. He's popular. It's like he sells jerseys in Australia, et cetera. Casper was popular in Australia. That's high-level basketball, big man. You saw the ball. Um, you know, the kid, the ball brother kid came out of there. It's good basketball. And he's a good player. His father's the coach. And, oh, yeah, they also have Michael Thompson uh, on the team. Clay Thompson's brother and Derek Williams, former second round pick, a second overall pick in the NBA draft, Arizona Wildcats. And you said it, Big Man, the Drew League, bro, NBA players play in the Drew League in the offseason. Right. And, you know, you throw in the fact that they also have Terrence Jones, who's at Kentucky, Quincy Miller, who's at Baylor. You know, this, you know, there are a couple new teams. This is one of them. I'll tell you right now, that um, Buffalo team, uh, and I'll tell you why I like them. You mentioned cohesion yeah. and cohesiveness. I look at that Buffalo team. Okay, they're pretty much the entire team yeah. that made that run in 2018. It's it's pretty incredible. Blue collar U. It's it's interesting. All the kids that were on that team are seemingly on this team, and they kind of are running it back in a way. Um, you throw in a couple other guys, you know, that played at Missouri, one of which played at uh, Buffalo and West Kentucky, Lamonte Bearden. This is a team I really like. And then there's a 16 seed game. Okay, I'm going to talk Whoa. to you about it. Wichita, in that Wichita region, Eberline Drive is a one seed that I'm not that high on. There's a team that— You remember uh, last year, Big Man, so I was going to say, remember, yep. so Eberline Drive last year, they won that game, and then people, you know, I remember that. I remember that game, Big Man, because they were big favorites. I think you and I cashed with the dog, yep. and I remember Eberline Drive got booted. They got uh, they got COVID. They had to leave the tournament last year. I, I believe I do remember that. Yeah, they get a—and I'll tell you right now, a new team that I really like, and I know this team well— the NG Saints. NG is Newman Garetti. That is a powerhouse in Philadelphia, South Philly. They produce tons of high-level players. They have a coach, Carl Argyle. He's one of the best coaches in high school basketball in America. That team, Juan Newton, is one of the best players in Catholic League history. They've got a really cohesive team with a bunch of tough Philly guards. They're better than brotherly love, in my opinion, the other Philly team. Uh, they've got some really good players. Don't be surprised if they give Eberline Drive a bit of a game. Scoop Jardine is a hell of a player. Rick Jackson's a hell of a player. DJ Rivera is a hell of a player. St. Uh, Joe's legend. It's a good team, this new NG Saints team. Late night anger management class. We're breaking it down, talking the basketball tournament TVT, baby. Bring it. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. TV, satellite, and our mobile app. We make it easy. Like, real easy. In fact, if you're not listening, it's you. It's always you. Slacker. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. We're talking the TBT, wall-to-wall basketball, man. We've got the NBA Finals. We've got the TBT. We've got Olympic, uh, quote-unquote, friendlies, although it wasn't so friendly for the U.S. earlier in the week when they were losing. It's nothing friendly about it. Um, and then, you know, the basketball tournament, guys, ESPN does a great job. They're going to broadcast every game on their family of networks. There's going to be lines for every game, and we're going to be betting every game. And, of course, we've got the Elam factor. I love the Elam ending. Uh, Big man, you a fan? You like the Elam ending? Uh, yes, big fan. I, I think uh, I think it's one of the great things we have. We've saw it, or we've seen it a couple of times. It's just been great. It, it's compelling. It's terrific. Listen, Gabe, this tournament is very well done. They do a great job of putting it together. Um, they get a lot of good teams. They do a great job. I'll tell you what, man. They got that, a deep field uh, this year, bro. They got a lot of good players. In yeah, this they do. And I'll tell you that um, the Columbus region is a yeah. oh, bear, yeah. man. Dude, that's, a- that's what I was just gonna have, bro. What a battle! Coleman's crew are a bunch of badasses. All right, Ohio State. These guys, you talk about cohesion, dude. Aaron Kraft is back. This is Aaron Kraft's swan song. He's becoming a doctor now after this. Guy's been in med school forever, right? Like. Uh, so this is it. Aaron Kraft says this is the last time I'm playing basketball. Uh, they got David Lighty. Uh, they got William Buford. Uh, dude, Jared Sullinger's the coach. Evan Turner's the, the, the GM. Carmen's crew's the real deal. These guys have battled. They've gone far. Uh, they've won before. And you know, dude, you mentioned it, bro. That Dayton team, Red Scare, those guys are good, bro. Red Scare are good. And I'm intrigued by the Xavier team, but... Yeah. They just don't have enough talent, big man. I'm looking at them. They're going to battle. But, dude, we're talking about some of these big-time teams, man, like sideline cancer. Dude, the L.A. Cheaters are coming in hot. You mentioned Team ALS. But what do you have? This, this, this bracket here, bro, that's, dude, Buffalo are the sixth seed here. 
right? Buffalo in the sixth seed here. Like, I like the Xavier team, too, with Trayvon Blewett. This is going to be the streetball physical, bro. That's the physical streetball bracket, man. <laughs> no, and that's what, I mean, you mentioned the Xavier seed. That's exactly what that group is. Zip them up is, <laughs> that's, a, that's an ode back to uh, Mark Lyons during that, Across uh, country, crosstown shootout brawl, he said, uh, "That's what we do here. We zip them up. Um, that's a good team, but they're a little too blue collar to me. You got to yeah, be able to yeah. score in this tournament." Listen, Gabe, the eight seed is Men of Mackey. The eight seed. I would good, bro. This team, they went far. And they're they have the they have two seven footers, Robbie Hummel, who is still a baller, yeah. um, and they have a guy Frank Gaines, who is one of the best players in Italy. So I th- this is. The nine seed, the Volunteers is a good hey, side. I mean, man, too. But isn't the seven seed? I know this is uh, this is a new team, but yeah. NC State can play, bro. That Wuppert team, same yeah. thing, man. CJ Williams is a baller. Uh, they got uh, they got Cat Barber as well. They got Trevor Lacey. They got Scott Wood. They've got those guys. The NC State guys are tight too, bro. Like when I saw them, I was like, damn, this is a tough bracket. Like, dude, the Volunteers are pretty good. The Tennessee kids are good. No, that's that's the thing, man. I mean, you, you mentioned the Wolfblood team. I mean, they're going to score a lot of points. You got to be able to score in this league, and they have a good kind of cohesive group. I think every player on this team, at least the most part, played at NC State. Every one of them. So uh, it's pretty interesting. They're not going out and getting other other kids, but yeah, this is a bear of a of a of a, of a bracket. What about uh, talk to me about the Armenian team here? So this this is pretty interesting, isn't it? So Darius Clark, Darius Clark's an American kid. He plays uh, he plays in the Amar- Armenian league, and he won. They won the title, and he's basically just bringing three Armenian dudes with him from the team. <laughs> he's bringing his teammates with him because he's got that cohesion, big man. Pretty interesting. Yeah, it really is. Uh, Vakani City is what they're called. Um, you know, he kind of just it's it's just a bunch of guys that play overseas. And look, Armenia is not a basketball rich country as far as uh from what i know i know you you know you kind of mess around over in europe and asia and some of yeah, the no, yeah i don't even bet that stuff bro <laughs> i think the, but i think the problem that this team has is most of the talent on this team i mean i'll be honest this might be the worst team in the tournament frankly yeah, yeah. <laughs> most of the kids here barely made you know division two rosters um, I think they're a candidate to get absolutely crushed in the first game so i might look to uh I might look to, to lay it, whoever uh, – I, I have to remember you know, who they play the first game. I don't want to make the same mistake again, big man, but I'm not buying these the Elmore guys and, and, and Marshall again, bro. <laughs> remember last year? Yeah, they had – Standing around shooting threes and stuff, bunch of old dudes. But, hey, they, it, they, they got hot. They got hot. That guy Elmore was hitting threes left to right. But I'm talking, I like that best Virginia team. You want to talk about a scrappy team, big man. That's a scrappy team. The best Virginia, West Virginia alum. They're the two seed. But heard that. People respect heard that. And they are good. They push the pace, heard that. Well, and they have, I mean, Elmore is just a guy that, if you remember him at Marshall, he was in that D'Antoni offense. He's just a kid that can score the basketball. Kind of like Fletcher McGee was at Wofford. But, you know, they had these kids, that his brother, who was like this sensation online. And, and they were kind of a cool team to root for. But ultimately, they're not going to win anything. Listen, Gabe, the, the pick for me to win this tournament is House of Pain. I think they have the best roster. I think they have oh, your the best. Boy, Mike Dom. Yeah, I think they have the best player in, in Dom. I mean, if you want to make the case that there's a better player in this tournament, I'd like to hear it. There's a couple. And, and Dom's not going to get the love because he didn't make the NBA. But 
offensively, there are very few players in this league as good as Mike Dom. I'd put Keen up there, but he's no longer in it. Listen, Dimitri McKamey is as good as it gets as a guard. Brandon Paul, Jalen Tate, Kipper Nichols. And, Gabe, to throw along Mike Dom, you have Loudon Love. I know you follow college basketball. Loudon Love was one of the best bigs in the country last year. So yeah. this team is really good. They're my pick to win it. Big man on campus uh, kicking it with us. Florida TNT. I heard these guys really want to push the pace. Uh, there's going to be they're they're going to be playing some uh, some really fast uh, basketball. I like that we got an, an ex-Patriot League team in here. <laughs> we yes. got an ex-Patriot League team. So you mentioned House of Pain. I think as far as names are concerned, too, might be the coolest name. <laughs> House. It's just too good. House of Pain. Man, these pockets are tough, big man. Golden okay. Eagles, Marquette, House of Pain. Bayheim's Army is guys. Bayheim's Army are freaking stacked, and they're the three seed. That's going to be my pick to come out of this bracket. I'm going to go with Bayheim's Army. I didn't buy the hype last year, guys. For people tuning in, Bayheim's Army are probably the most popular team in the tournament. Like Syracuse alum are hardcore. They stick together, and you know they they like they have their own merch website and stuff. You know what I mean? Like they actually. They're a business. Like, they, they, they're they for real. But they've never done anything like this. And like we were being big man, we're talking about it, guys. You bring in Kane and Kennedy, man, from from the, the best team. And Kennedy, guys, St. John's, the guy was a badass. He's a two-time MVP of the, of the TBT. He's a four-time champion. All right? Bayon's Army are going to be a bitch to deal with. What a, if, what, what a bracket that is, bro. If we get House of Pain, Bayon's Army, that's going to be a hell of a game. That could be the game of the tournament. Hey, I want to throw one other team, a, a small team. I have them going actually decently far. HBC United. This team, you talk about a team that's going to score the basketball. Charles Williams is the number one scorer in MEAC history. Okay, there's nobody better. Uh, Jermaine Morrow can, can drop 30 in a game. Uh, Tiwan Kenley can drop 30 in a game. This, this team is filled with a bunch of bucket getters. Uh, they're a new team as well, uh, HBC United. I think they knock off that Auburn team in the first game. Big man on campus kicking with us for a couple of more moments. Challenge ALS uh, are back, and, you know, these guys are good. Uh, these, these guys are good. In fact, uh, you know, they got a former MVP um, in the D-League on the team. They got Jerome Randall as well. And, you know, the thing is, some of these teams, guys, are sort of thrown together. It's like, yo, bro, you want to play? We're playing for a million dollars, right? And some of these other teams, they practice in the offseason when they can. They have Zoom meetings. They're very organized. There's general managers. They're coaches. Um, and and Challenge, ALS are, Challenge ALS are one of them. Remember, Big Man, we got caught up in the sideline cancer story last year. I almost wanted to cry when they lost. It's like, oh, it's terrible. They made this far. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't get it done. But this is going to be some great, 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 uh, great stuff. And so the way they're doing it is they got uh, there's four different regions. So we got the Wichita bracket that starts tomorrow, uh, big man. So Eberline Drive, the Aftershock, Wichita State, Challenge ALS. I'm really looking forward to seeing what this L.A. Cheater team can do. Because, you know, I just talked about a big man. I think that you sort of need some experience in this format, in this tournament. But you talk about a mix of ballers, bro. You know, you got Drew League guys and, and Michael Thompson. You know, Clay Thompson's his brother. His father's an NBA legend. So you got Michael Thompson. Derek Williams, guys, was, dude, his second, second overall pick in the NBA draft. Casper Ware is just a street baller. This kid can play in any league, anywhere. Give him a basketball. I can't wait to watch the L.A. Cheaters play. 
Yeah, I think that the winner of the LA Cheaters, Stillwater Stars, are going to be the, the winner of this bracket. I think the Stillwater Stars is actually very good. That, that's a, a team yeah. with a lot of kind of just you know good wings, good guards. Just to if you remember, they blew the lead big man last year. Remember, they, I remember that game. Still, I was like, damn, these guys look good. The Oklahoma State team, Stillwater Stars, and the Elam factor got him. That's the that's what's beautiful about this tournament, guys. With Elam, the Elam ending is. The winning team takes the pedal off the metal sometimes. Like, if it's just a clock, they keep playing. But it's like, oh, whatever, man. We only got to get seven more points, and they got to get 14 more. And next thing you know, the team that needs 14. How many comebacks did we see last year, big man? It was sick how many comebacks there were. Yeah, I wouldn't be someone that just says, oh, this game's over. You know, these teams, are, you're playing for a million dollars. It's single-game elimination. Look, if you play tomorrow and lose, you're out. That's that. I mean, it's like the NCAA tournament. And that's why I like these brackets and all that kind of stuff. Hey, did you see who's uh, – did you see Dominic Rogers cromarty has a team? Which which was he the uh, which one is his team DRC the the football he, player it's DRC huh and he's playing in this he's playing in the the tournament that's awesome how weird <laughs> is that it's better than getting arrested and trying to break into your wife's house <laughs> so <laughs> uh, big man on campus we got to run big man let's do it again next week when the tournament starts to start to, start to take shape sounds good look forward to it big man on campus I'm like not anger man we'll continue. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. and too much to us. I mean, it's possible. Get to know your family again. Did you know your wife cries herself to sleep every night? That's what she told us. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Okay, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. A little homicide in the background. We will be uh, recording a new record shortly. Well, at least in the next uh, couple of months. The, uh, the wheels are in motion. Uh, the wheels are in motion, just as they are. Uh, with the football season as well. We've been having a countdown. And right now, technically, guys, it's um, it's 20 days. It's 20 days because it's not really Thursday anymore, right? You know, technically, it's Friday, wherever you're tuning in. It's late wherever you are. <laughs> All right, so thanks to Big Man on Campus for joining us. Uh, so it's late wherever you are right now. So we're 20 days away. So that's put it in perspective. I don't know. 
if you're younger, maybe time goes by slower. And uh, you're like, oh, that's, that's still a little ways away. But in reality, it really isn't. And in reality, this really does mean fantasy football is around the corner. I'm always of the belief, you know, we always run a couple of fantasy football leagues uh, every year. And, you know, we usually have the draft at, like, the last possible, like, you know. We've had drafts, like, the Wednesday night before the Thursday of the regular season type thing, right? This year, I'm going to do it a little bit earlier. I don't like the, the craziness and... You know, I've got like five drafts in like four days and stuff like that. It's a little bit crazy, but it's time. And we keep talking about, well, we're going to start talking more football. Next week, for real, we do it. Next week, for real. And in fact, you know, starting Sunday, uh, we do it. Like starting next week. Babano's ready to go. Uh, Babano's got some, uh, some college football thoughts and NFL thoughts. You know... Futures are a futures are an interesting thing when you when it comes to betting a future. Like I I'm always torn with this, right? I always am in which let's be real, betting something at minus one ten and having to wait six months is not a great, you know, it's not a great proposal. You know what I mean? It just isn't. Even if it's a winner. Like, it's crazy to think, but, like, you know, so part of me is thinking, well, you know what, yeah, it's going to win, but it's minus 110, and I've got to wait five months to get paid for this, right? And so, you know, and if I'm going to put real money on it, then, you know, yeah, you're, you're doubling your money, but, but, you know, then another part of me thinks, also, you know how many times, especially with baseball, where it's like you look at regular season win totals in baseball, and you're like, man... That's going to hit. This is going to hit, but I don't want to wait six months, right? And then the six months pass by, and you're like, man, I knew that was going to hit. I should have bet that. <laughs> you're like, I really should have, you know, I should have bet that Texas Ranger season total that I talked about six months ago. And then you think, you look at cryptocurrency, you look at the stock market. Like, the, the fact is, like, this is why sports betting is as popular as it is. And... Sports betting is bigger and getting bigger with more serious people that look at it sort of just from an investment. Sort of, you know, the Ivy League guys, the math guys, the analytic guys that realize, you know what, I can make money in DFS more like that than I can in the stock market. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, there really is two sides. It's almost like teasers. You could argue the teasers suck and they're a bad idea. You could argue the teasers are actually a moneymaker, right? And it's the same thing with futures. You could argue, man, it's not a smart play to let a book hold your money for that long. Right? All the money that they take from all the futures, they're making money off the interest from. You know what I'm saying? But then there's the counterpoint about, you know, if you bought a stock, right? If you bought a stock, let's say you invested $500 in, in stock of a company. And... How long? So the NFL season's what? So September, November, October, December. Now it's 17 weeks, so it goes on forever. The NFL season's not that bad. It's a little more than four months. right? That is if you place the bet right before kickoff of week one, if you play the future. But the problem is with that, you can do that, but we already see the numbers have already been moving. They move more than ever right now. right? They move more than ever. And it shocked me even. I'm like, really? You guys are posting NFL totals in, in early June and even May, and they're moving? 
like half games and full games, wow. Right, but that's the thing. Those post sort of better numbers further away to bait you to get you to want to bet, right? Because you know, and you know, we've admitted it. You know, we already lost out. You know, like there was Jets at six and a half, and I said Jets are not winning seven games. Like as if the Jets are going seven and ten. Like there's no way in hell the New York Jets are winning. So they're going seven and ten this year. And you know, 17 games this year for people wondering, was he crazy? Seventeen, seven and ten. Yeah, so 17 games this year. Thing is, it didn't last long. Now it's six wins. So there's a difference between now they go six and ten, which is actually reasonable, uh, or six and eleven, excuse me. <laughs> See, it's hard, man. That's that's good. People always have a hard time with like San Diego and Los Angeles or the Washington name change. I've been pretty good with that. I don't really, you know what I mean? Every once in a while I'll screw up, but uh, I have a problem with the 17 games, and so does everyone. Like, it's just inevitable. Like, you, even even I know. It's, I just said it, 17 games. I said 6 and 10. No, 6 and 11. There's a big difference between 7 wins and 6 wins. So you sort of lose out there, but also, they also don't have my money for the last two months, right? So there's two ways of looking at it. But So I was going to say, though, and I know a lot of you tuning in right now do play stocks. Play stocks because the same thing as playing games, isn't it? Or cryptocurrency. You know, you invest in crypto. Um, or as well, you play the stock market. You know, I know a lot of people's gamblers keep on bet- investing in these, you know, in the sports betting sites, etc., and stuff like that. So imagine, let's say you invested a thousand dollars or five hundred dollars. Let's say a thousand, and more of an even number. Let's say you invest a thousand dollars, and the NFL season seventeen weeks. So, if you invested a thousand dollars in a stock. And in 17 weeks, you cashed out with $2,000. You would think you're a Wall Street genius. Like, uh, you'd be the wolf of Wall Street, right? Like, they'd hire you. They'd be like, man, this guy, 17 weeks, he'll double your money. You know what I mean? Like, in the real world, in the real world, that's a great, like, proposal. Like, it's almost too good to be true. How are you going to double my money in 17 weeks, guaranteed? I'll tell you how. We're going to take the USC Trojan season total. <laughs> and then people would say, oh, you're crazy. Right? Like, think about that from an investor standpoint. Like, how many people, like, imagine that. Like, how many people, like, your family or something. Think about, like, a straight-laced uncle you have or whatever that invests in stocks and, like, gets screwed over by, you know, the world and all that. And the games that the billionaires play behind the scenes that, you know, that manipulate this stuff. And then they look at you and think you're a degenerate and you're a loser for investing in sports. What's safer, right? What do you have more control over? You don't have any control over Elon Musk. Hell, he doesn't have any control over Elon Musk. (laughs) Elon Musk can't control Elon Musk. You know what I'm saying? Elon Musk has a bad day and starts tweeting weird stuff. Your stock loses billions, right? Ronaldo moves the Coke bottle. Stock goes down $5 billion in shares in property. You know what I'm saying? Even blue chip stuff, you know, is blue chip until it isn't, right? And I know there's sort of blue chip stuff, but whatever. You go, you're going to spend $1,300 for a share or something, really? So, right, like the stock market really isn't for the average man. It's for the rich. And now, you know, look what happens when the average man wins. They get all pissed off and they want to change the rules. They shut the market down and then the, the senators get all upset, right? 
Because, whoa, 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 we can't have a bunch of people in their basement uh, pooling their money together and, and manipulating the market. Only we're allowed to do that, right? So, and I'm not, listen, I don't know anything about the stock market. I'm not, I know a bit, but I'm not, um, I'm not, I don't pretend to be an expert at all on, on the stock market. And I figure, listen, I'm tempted by it often to sort of do the day stuff, but I have enough problems, you know, in my life. I don't need to add this. <laughs> so my point is, people will look at you as a sports better, or at least now it's getting more accepted, but still there's still that stigma, like with, with some straight-edge person, straight-laced person, that, oh, my God, you're crazy. You're going to put $5,000 on a Buffalo Bills season win total? What's crazier? Putting $5,000 on a win total or putting $5,000 into a company, into a stock in which you have zero idea of what really is going on behind the scenes, right? Absolutely none. Not to mention, you know, with the, the world problems and how the market crashes and goes up and down. And, and in fact, like the rich guys will shake it and make it go down just to make everyone else lose to get rid of you, right? And then they'll just buy everything back again, right? Like the stock market, let's be real. Like, it's, you know, everybody thinks, oh, no, no, I'm different. I know. Yeah, you don't know. If you did, you wouldn't just be sitting on your couch, like, with your little day stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's people that really know, and there's people that know. And I don't know. But I do know sports. And as I stated, like, how many, like, like I said, how many stocks can you say, yeah, you know what, we're going to double our money? How many times can you say, you know what, yeah, uh, we're going to... Um, we're going to double our money in 17 weeks. If you went into a place, if you went into Lehman Brothers and you were some hotshot trader type stuff and you were right out of Harvard or wherever, to Yale and you know, all these other, Wharton Business School, right? You're a hotshot guy and you came in and you told your boss, listen, in 17 weeks, I'm going to return 96. I'm going to double this money here you know, with a little 10% VIG off the top, you know what I mean, with the juice or whatever. So, yeah, you give me, you know, you give me a, a million-dollar portfolio, I'll be back in 17 weeks with 1.8 million. If they'll, they'll go, you know, that's pretty ambitious, son, but all right, let's see. You come back and do that, you're going to be like Charlie Sheen in that movie, uh, Wall Street. <laughs> Not the wolf of Wall Street, but the, the other, Wall Street. That, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. Sports isn't a crazy investment. Now, being a degenerate and betting $400 on a Canada-Haiti soccer game, I don't know if that's an investment or that's just sort of a DJ play, but Canada did cover. <laughs> Canada did cover. But sports, that's more and more. Like, I, you know, I think it's sports investing, right? But there's different types of bettors. I'm not a sports investor. I should be. You know what I mean? I should be. I'm a sports gambler. And uh, thank you to uh, Scott Grayson in our chat. Thanks. He says he's been listening to the show for about the past year now in Philadelphia. What's up, Scott? Always uh, great having new Rageaholics on board. I know we're picking up a lot of new fans from uh, the Pat McAfee show and the Hammer Don crew. We appreciate uh, them inviting us on the show. I uh, had a great time uh, with them uh, today. So uh, shout out to, uh, to Philadelphia and the house. Big man on campus was in Philly. He was just uh, kicking with us uh, as well. So, and college football is even better. College football is even better. That the college football season's 12 weeks, man. They only play 12 games. 
right? It's only regular season. You don't have to wait for the conference championship game and all that stuff if you play college football win totals. So we're of the decision this year. We are locked and loaded. We are going to hammer college and NFL win total futures this year. Especially, especially college. As we stated, it's short college. You don't have to wait much. It's over. First week of December. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. I am Marenzi. We're getting tweets about the Bugs Bunny, actually. It's amazing what a simple little piece of plastic can do, even as an adult, huh? Come on, look at this guy. <laughs> like, he's actually helped me. He's actually helped me. Like, uh, like I sometimes, like, I really want to rage and stuff. I'm like, God, man, I just hate everything. And I'm like, ah. And then I just, I look, I'm like, ah, but here's Bugs Bunny. Here. Like, little Bugs here. Big, big fan. <laughs> big. <laughs> He's just too cool. I got to get Sylvester, too. I don't really care about the, I don't, you know what? I've never, I never, I never liked Elmer Fudd. I don't mind the Roadrunner, but I'm, I was never massive. I used to actually, like, cheer for the Coyote there. Like, he, the Roadrunner would piss me off. I was like, you know what? Like, eventually, we're going to get you. <laughs> it was one of those deals. <laughs> but I've, I've always cheered for the battle. Even like, as a kid, like, as a kid, like, I was the only person in the theater that cheered for Apollo Creed versus Rocky. Um, I literally, I remember walking out of the movie theater. I went with my mother in the theater, and I saw Rocky in the theater when it came out. I remember telling my mother after, I said, ah, oh, I said, that guy, Rocky, he'd never be able to hang with Apollo Creed in real life. <laughs> I had Carl Weathers on. I had Carl Weathers on the show, actually. He's one of the cooler guests I've had. I've had some random guests on over the years, but I, Carl Weathers was cool. I told him that story. He started laughing. He loved it. He said, all right, Apollo Creed, man. Hey, how cool is that, interviewing Apollo Creed? Yeah, see, even people in the chat right now, Bugs Bunny, available at your local McDonald's, maybe. Maybe. Like I said, there's a LeBron one where he's dunking. Like, he actually dunks. There's, like, it moves and everything. That's going to be the hot one. Um... It comes with Happy Meals, or you can buy them for two bucks. You can just say, listen, you have any of those uh, collectibles? 
Listen, I'm not going to go crazy and go like across like everywhere, like to McDonald's, to McDonald's, getting different ones. But actually, yes, I am. <laughs> now, I'm not going to go out of my way. But if I walk past another McDonald's, I'll go in and say, what do you what do you got here? Other than that, you're on your own. Later.